You are listening to an episode of The Extra Real. Hey, welcome to The Extra Real, a special bonus episode of The Decision Real. This week, we're looking at a new release, like new release. New, new. New, new. Scream 6 with our friends, Trav and Jess, from what podcast, Randy? Oh, look, he does it. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot all the time. I don't know anything. (laughs) Come on, guy. Randy! (laughs) (laughs) The reason why it's special is because these guys have, how would I say, kind of made their podcast around around this, which I, I fucking love this. I really love it. How about this? Guys, take it over. What's your podcast? Where are you, friend? Hot. Coming in hot. It's all good. (laughs) All right, Jesse. We're What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie? And we like to look at the good, bad, ugly, and absurd of uh, all of the movies that we love and love to hate and kind of try and find a place in the the love of horror for every single movie. Even if it's not our personal favorite, we try to figure out why people love it. Yeah. I like it. I fucking knew what your podcast was well, that, and that's why I wanted to put you on the spot. I, I did I write it? Oh, I didn't write it down. Well, I mean, so I'm sweating. You sweating? I'm sweating now. <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking a hoodie in here. When's the last time you see me do that? You cold? A little bit. It'll be okay. Got the sweats from last night, all that alcohol I gotta get out. I don't know, whatever. I should have got C4. How, how's that treating you? A starburst I C4. Fucking Dude, I had one of those the other day. It's cocaine. Except there was Skittles. I was gonna say, it's like cocaine and, uh, in a can to me. It um it made my skin crawl. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What it's it so fucking wild. I don't I don't no, trust I hated that. it. Yeah. A, I was I thought I was having an allergic reaction. To now, it. There's a warning on the can. Who's, I was gonna say. Gonna I believe that's called uh, your heart's about to explode. No, probably. it's uh, <laughs> it's beta alanine. What? Benda, beta beta alanine. Beta. beta what does that say? Carn carnosin. Carnosin. That sounds terrible for you. It's um, carnosin. It, um, Zero sugar, though. You feel a tingling sensation. On it does purpose? say that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking. Hmm. I don't. I'm not. It's what? good for you. It's zero sugar, dude. Can't be that bad. It, right. Just slap <laughs> zero sugar on that bad boy. It's all good. Don't worry about everything else. Zero sugar. It's oh. good for you. Speaking of bad, maybe this okay. movie. Maybe no. Yes. Scream six. I liked it. Did you? I enjoyed it. Really. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And okay, so you did say so. It was funny. In, while we we're watching the movie, I was like, "Randy, you did see the one before this, right?" And he's like, "No." I was like, "Well, you." Oh, but, then I, but then we were going through the movie, and I was like, "Wait, no, I did see it because I remember." Yeah, I was. I was really mad there for a second. I was like, "How are you gonna go see a Scream Six and not see the one that came before it?" And then when like ten minutes later, like, "Oh no, no, I did see it." I was like, "Yeah, thank God," because I was gonna <laughs> punch you in the face during the fucking movie. Uh, have yeah. you seen the others? Uh, I've seen. I don't think I've seen three. Yeah, you said you've seen uh, one and two, uh-huh. and you didn't see three and four because no. I'm pretty sure you had no idea who Hayden Panettiere was in this movie. No, but she's. <laughs> You're missing out on one of the best characters of the franchise. Yeah, Kirby. <laughs> I will say. Okay, so before, let's throw this out there. Heavy spoilers coming at you. If you don't care. Uh, about that or you have seen this movie and want to keep listening or watching you can definitely do that but if you want to skip to the end when we talk about what we think about this movie go ahead and do that now heavy spoilers when Hayden Pian I can say her name for me Hayden Panettiere Panettiere thank it's you it. it's a it's early trust me I know when she popped up obviously you know I knew she was gonna be in the movie but I didn't know in what capacity she was gonna 
be like character wise. I thought it was just okay, she's just gonna be Kirby, whatever. But her being the FBI agent, I was like, that kind of makes sense, and I'm here for it. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that they found like an actual good reason to have her involved because like realistically, why would she be involved with all these random college kids? Exactly. That was my thought too when I was watching the trailer, because I did see the trailer. I saw I watched the first trailer and then I heard she was in it, and I'm like, what did she just come back? to Woodsboro but wait no it's in New York City so how the fuck and then when she popped up and was like yeah I'm in the FBI I was like I'm about it okay that makes sense let's go it's a much better version of the Sally Hardesty in the new Texas Chainsaw where she became a Texas Ranger oh yeah so I have not seen the newest Texas Chainsaw because I heard it was trash. Yeah, it's not good. And it was uh, like 75 minutes long or something. I'm like, I, I mean, I could waste 75 minutes or whatever it is. I knew it was super quick, but I kept hearing people say that it was so bad that don't watch it. But I like trash movies. Maybe I should watch it. You should watch it. You should watch I think it. you'd like it. Yeah, I probably <laughs> have you like seen it. any of the other ones? And that series isn't exactly pumping out good shit. True. So, I mean, I've seen every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie besides that one. So, I mean... Then, if yeah, it, you'll yeah, be yeah no, it fits in perfectly with the franchise. Okay, it, I was going to say, if you put it up against Texas Chainsaw, what was the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey and... Uh, three, uh, Next Generation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen that, and I kind of like that, so... I like that one, too. Yeah. I think that one's amazing. Everybody hates it, though. Because it's different, right? And I, I don't know. I, I fuck with it's that. It's different, but it's kind of a remake. Right. It makes no sense. Speaking of different, I want to talk about this because the first part of this movie, when they kick off the opening, which in every screen movie, you know, there's an iconic sort of try to be crazy over the top opening. I dug the fact that they showed the killer right away. And I thought this movie was going to change the formula formula up and like hey we know who the killer is right off the bat i did did too and i was like dude hell yeah i want to see them finally do something Mm -hmm. different now they didn't (laughs) but for a second i was i was on board now that doesn't take away from the rest of the movie for me like i didn't like go "Ah, this is trash now i fucking hate it but it brought me down to a point where i was like ah man they could have done something so cool and different and then they did. See, we were talking about that last night too. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it would have sucked if they would have revealed the killer because I was telling Jesse, like, at the heart of the series, like, it's uh, done it. You know, that's like what the movies are basically about. Because, like, right. half the fun is trying to figure out who the killer is. Uh, yeah, no. And, and that's why, like, when it happened and then they, you know, went back or did whatever they did with it, I was like, Okay, I'm okay with it, because you're right. The, the whole idea of Scream is, okay, who is the killer? What's the motive? Is there more than one? There always has to be more than one besides one movie. Three. Did you guys guess it? I did. The killer? Yeah. All, all yeah. I Well, not all three. Oh, no. I guess it was um the detective dude, because as soon okay. as he said, you fuck with my family, you die. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that's going to be something. Like, he that's just a killer. didn't seem like a man who lost his only road child <laughs> like and yeah. if if she was actually dead then like she was clearly the least favorite he he, played, <laughs> he, he was like oh up. man he handed up <laughs> that like whenever he walked out of the apartment it's just <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, yeah no it, so the first thought i had right in that scene i was like man this guy i've seen him in other things he's a great actor and then i'm like 
Is he phoning it? Wait a second. What movie are we in here? Fuck, it's probably him. You know what I mean? And then the other part that got me, and they did it in the last movie, uh, Scream 5, which I kind of don't like, but I kind of do like because it's more than one killer, is basically they say, you know, it's probably me, you know, or it's probably this fucking guy. And who is wearing a red hat at one point in the beginning of the movie? The fucking brother, who is the killer. I went, it's probably the guy wearing a red fucking hat because it's a red herring. That's uh, a what? You don't know what red herring is? No. <laughs> I do not. Do I have a weird sound? No, I don't. Um, a red herring is like, it sticks out to you to be something wrong or that's what it is or whatever. It's red. Red herring is, is a fish, right? So if you're looking for a school do of I giant... Like a fish? <laughs> if a, it's a euphem- euphemism. Okay. Is it because it was red? Is that why, you, right. why it stuck out to you? Just because of red hat? So movies like this do those things on purpose. Okay. S- Scream, sure. for sure, does these things on purpose to try and but get yes, you to go. All the airings have to have something red involved. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it's it is. Kind yeah. of thank you. It, it's <laughs> not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, for bringing that around. Anyways, the <laughs> other uh, part I wanted to talk about is when... They start doing like you know breaking the fourth wall again, and they're outside in the park, and they're they're doing their what's her face uh what, what's her name? What's her name? I couldn't tell you. I know you're talking Meeks, about uh, Mindy Me- Mindy Meeks Martin when she starts uh, talking about yeah Randy's niece starts talking about you know this is a, a requel or whatever and all this again. I was like, man, that's the part in the last movie that really like irked me and made me mad because if you remember, we did review the last screen movie together. Um, Mm -hmm. we talked about how, like, they were taking a shot at certain movies or certain types of horror, the elevated horror type, you know, movies. This one, they didn't do that, and I was happy for it, for that, but they were, like, riding that edge that I was like, ah, shut the fuck up. You don't need to do this in this this movie. Well, I think they were, you know, that's part of the whole Scream thing is talking about the current tropes and trends in the horror genre and the whole franchise thing yes but i it was a little less on the nose than it usually is i guess yeah i agree with that um of all of the whole like the rules this is what movie we're in i think this it's probably not my favorite yeah because like monologue what does like the franchise make unique about it you know what i mean because like it's the same rules as before and they were basically just giving sequel rules again well and the problem was that the rules that she listed the whole stakes anything goes da 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 didn't really follow through yeah it did not it definitely did not before we get into other spoilers I do have a, a script here that I'm supposed to be reading from. Okay. I always forget this. Yeah. So, Scream 6, what it's about. In the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Not so fresh. <laughs> Not so fresh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, no, I, I mean, I like the whole idea of moving it out of Woodsboro because, let's be real, how many times are you going to do this story? How many people are gonna come to Woodsboro to be like, I wanna be the fucking killer, but what better way to do it than be in Ghostface? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everyone had more than an idea of reason to like, all right, you know, the first two movies, for sure. Uh, The third movie, 
yeah, I kind of get, you haven't seen it. I kind of get why he would want to do it. But like even the last movie to me felt a little like, come on, come up with something better. Come up with a good you know, reason. Not every person that wants to kill people, not saying anybody here, would say, all right, I want to be Ghostface. You know what I mean? Like I, I just find that weird. Like in real life, these movies are a movie, right? And if you look at the movie inside the movie, people are watching this movie and then being such, you know, fans that they're doing that. Okay. I could kill someone. Right, but you don't see people then that putting ghost face. I'm saying is you don't see people putting on the ghost face mask and killing people and trying to do what they do in the movie to people here. You know what I mean? Like I know it's a it's not real, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. To right. an extent. I um I, I feel like that's one of the things that this like these past two movies have kind of really struggled with is getting like good killers with good motives. I feel like if you go back to the first four, they're all pretty good and the motives like are all believable, but like I don't know. I feel like they're trying to figure out a way to make it not related to Cindy and still make it make sense. It's not Cindy, babe. Not Cindy. Oh god, I'm thinking of a scary movie. We, we watched a scary movie the other night. Okay. Um, Cindy. No. Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like they still haven't really found a good reason. I guess that I don't know. Well, yeah. I liked the whole vilifying uh, Sam online, but that I liked... even makes sense because like Sydney and Gail can back up her claims. They saw the killers too. You know what I mean? It doesn't fucking matter. We got the mob mentality online. That's and it's a conspiracy theory thing. I guess so. Yeah. The subreddit was called Woodsboro Truthers. Yeah, but come on, how big is that subreddit <laughs> going to be? You know what I mean? Like, big enough. Is it I, all they have... need is people to kill her. I don't really buy these fucking news outlets running with this theory too on national news. Being like, by the way, I saw on the subreddit. I'm sorry. That... I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Have you seen any news lately okay, at all? Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's well, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't argue that. <laughs> no, I will say that most of the like these last two movies, it feels very shoehorned in. Like the idea of all right, these killers have to be connected to this somehow uh, and like I did get what I wanted with this movie at the end which we're going to get to that a little later but I feel like yeah you gotta everybody want it's got to be screen movie right so it has to be connected somehow to this but there has to be a jumping off point of what how how many different ideas can you do to come back to this same fucking story you know mm-hmm. what I mean and again when we're talking about the beginning and showing who the killer kind of was, that idea of them being film students and they went and killed their film teacher, which ripped to my girl, Samara Weaving. I wanted her to have a little bit bigger of a role in this, but I get it. Hey, it's fine. Um, I I like that because I felt like that was going to be like a fresh take. Like they don't have any reason to be, you know, connected to the main girl anymore. They're just film students and fuck, we're just going to, you know, recreate these killings or kill people because whatever, which you could then say Richie from the last movie was sort of like that, but he was still connected because he was dating the main girl. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's, yeah. I just, I want, I want something new, I guess. You know what I mean? But then it wouldn't be Scream, right? Yeah, it'd be a different movie. Yeah, I guess. All right, buddy. Sorry. We're to watch this right now, only in theaters, obviously. It just came out. <laughs> yep. Did, did you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was released on March 10th, 2022, as of this 
2023, sorry. What year is this? I don't know. I don't know. It was written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick, directed by Matt... The fuck, I, this is going to hurt my... Damon. Be- <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> Matt Bettinelli, Olpin. So there's a dash there. I don't know if he took another name okay. or something. Okay. And Tyler Gillette, also known as Radio Silence. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. Uh, let's see, what else did they do? They did Red or Not, right? Red or Not, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you guys seen that? I have. That's also got Samara Weaving in it. I and it. Mm-hmm. if you had a very keen eye when they were going down into the subway to get on the uh, train, there is a girl dressed up just like her from Ready or Not in the wedding dress with the fucking uh, the, the shotgun shells across oh, her chest awesome. and stuff. I was like, all right. I, all saw, right, um, with that. I saw a couple of those too because um, you also see somebody dressed as Mojo Jojo, yep, and that's yep. like a, the guy that did Ghostface voice, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously, at the party, there's a girl dressed up as Wednesday, because, fucking of course. Yeah. But, you know what? If you think about it, let's say the Wednesday show wasn't big and Jenna Ortega wasn't in it. I feel like there would still be somebody dressed as Wednesday. Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. an iconic character at this point. So, Speaking of Jenna Ortega. This movie is starring Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter, Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter, Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mindy Meeks Martin, Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks Martin, weird fucking name, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, Dermot Mul- Mulroney, fuck, I can't talk today, Mulroney mm, okay. as Detective Bailey, mm-hmm. Liana Liberato as Quinn Bailey, mm-hmm. Jack Champion, what a fucking name! What, wow, as <laughs> Ethan Landry, is if that's my stage name? Because let's be real, most people have stage names. What are you gonna be called? Jack, Jack Champion. Champion. <laughs> yeah. You sure you don't want to go? As- Shut the fuck up! It's Champion. Write it down. It's two thick <laughs> names. Like those are solid names, oh, both no. of them. Right, Jack and Champion yeah. together. I don't know, man. Unstoppable. I feel like that name sits by uh, the bar too high. Like, I'm like ah, I don't know if I can live up to it. You know, you're, you're kind of right because, like, any role he gets, you're going to be like, oh man, I'm starring Jack good. Champion. This is going to be amazing. And then he's like, hey guys, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Champion. He was like that for like the whole movie. <laughs> God damn it. But, but then you got people like, you know, Tom Cruise, which that's not his name. That's not his name? No. Fuck, what is it? It's something like, it's Tom, but it's something else. Uh, it's like super mundane. <laughs> no. No, Did he it, think that Cruz was like a badass last name or something? It's Tom Cruise Mopother? Mopother, yeah. Mo- Mopother or something, yeah. Mopother. Still Tom Cruise. Yeah. My uh, favorite stage name story is um, Michael Keaton is not Michael Keaton because his real name is uh, fucking Michael Douglas, but Michael Douglas is his stage name. So Michael Douglas is an actor, right? But that's okay. his stage name. But Michael Douglas, his real stage name now is Michael Keaton, but his name is Michael Douglas. Dude, I'm so fucking confused. Yep. See? <laughs> so the original Batman... It's a visual aid for this. <laughs> the original Batman, Michael Keaton, his real name is Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. But because Michael Douglas, the actor, was actual already... Name. No, that's his stage name. What the fuck is his actual name? Watch it be like Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because he was uh, registered in SAG or whatever it is before him, well, he can't now be his real name. And also, would you want to spell it a little differently and be have two fucking 
Dude, you know? he could just be Doug Michaels. He could. Oh, yeah. Starring yeah, Doug pretty... Michaels. I'd be here. That's a, Jack Champion. What a lame <laughs> name, though. <laughs> Doug Michaels. Yeah. yeah. That's not, again, yeah. it sounds like um, your like, intro to creative writing class, like, come up with a character. Uh, Doug Michaels. If I were to make it, I wouldn't make it Michael Keaton. I'd make it Michael Tunkey. Tunkey. I feel like it has a better ring to it. it stand out I love how she just stared at you. You're gonna get. You're gonna get. Some I had good to think about it. No, I had to think about that because I was like, it sounds good. <laughs> it does sound good. It doesn't sound good. It sounds terrible. <laughs> we also got Josh Segura as Danny Brackett. Hayden Pantier is Kirby Wait, Reed. Danny Brackett? Danny yeah. Brackett. That's his oh, name. Oh, dude, that's come a... on. That, that is like <laughs> a callback to Halloween right there. I mean, why Danny not? Danny Brackett. Right? And then they well, also have somebody named Nancy Loomis, and that's the fucking yep. actor that played Annie. Yep. And then, I mean, obviously, Sam and Tara Carpenter. I mean, that's a direct, you know. My favorite thing about that is that it makes her name actually Sam Loomis since her dad's Billy Loomis. Oh, yeah. look at that. Good old Skeet Ulrich. Ooh. What a name! I know, right? That's got to be a fucking look it up. That's got to be a, a stage I think name. It's his actual name. They did not work as hard on the de aging for him this time. No, I, you know what? Like, all right, we're gonna put him in ref- reflections this time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they just said fuck it. Just I know they're trying to make it seem like he died and he was young still, and that's what he is. Nah, just show him how he looks, and that's how she would know him as. Like, okay, he's an old dude, and this is what I'm seeing, and whatever. But you're right. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, they didn't put that much money on the uh, the de aging this time. I thought it would have been cool if, like, whenever she was looking into like the uh, the little monument of his ghost face, if it actually like overlaid his face where the head was supposed to be, and he's just like kind of talking to her in the cloak. I thought they would do that too, or as she became more like him, because if you notice, they were showing like her face and his face like side by side. I thought they mm-hmm. were gonna slowly like move them together. So then when she finally turns, it's like, I'm fucking here. Let's go. You know what I mean? I thought that would have been cool. But when they did that, it would go on the ghost face or, or the you know the costume mm-hmm. where it should be. I was like, ah, oh, damn, you missed a great opportunity for that. Because Dude, that they, would be awesome. Right. They had a lot of good like cinematic shots in this too, where they were, you know, on the on the train, like that was fucking amazing, I thought. So for them to like I don't want to say drop the ball on that. Maybe it was low hanging fruit, and they didn't want to do that because it's like, well, obviously they thought about it and like, eh, right, probably like not. probably not. But you know, just saying, if you want, if you want pointers, I'm here. I could show you how to shoot your movie. I mean, you know, we also got, like I said, Samara Weaving is Laura Crane. I didn't even know they said her name. I don't think they did. I didn't think they did. Well, yeah. wait, maybe they did because they said something about their their teacher. I'm sure it was like listed somewhere what her name was. It just wasn't really given a big spotlight in the movie itself. Probably. I would assume so. This is rated R for strong bloody violence and language throughout and brief use of drugs. Mm-hmm. Lots of face stabbing in this movie. Yeah. So I want to talk You're a about. a big fan of the face stab. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a second. Like this movie, even though the last one was a little gorier than normal, like, you know, they had the one through the throat and everything. This one was like, fuck it, we're just going to stab everything a million times. Like, Jesus, they fucking, I want to count on how many times someone got stabbed in this movie. 
I think the ending there with uh, Sam when she stabbed oh, him she like it. it was like fifty times. Oh my god, it was it was. And I think a lot. it was fitting because she was telling the therapist at the beginning. She's like, "Yeah, I stabbed him like twenty five times and slit <laughs> his know. throat and then shot him in the head." Yeah. Yeah. Wild, and then even Chad like uh got fucking destroyed, but somehow it's like me, I'm fine. I don't I'm see good. how he lived. Okay, so that's my biggest gripe with this movie is there's no stakes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you feel it, but at the same time, you can get stabbed in the stomach and just go, whatever. I'm just gonna be here. It's cool. Well, it, it was him and um, Jenna it? Ortega when she falls off the thing at the end gets stabbed in the fucking yeah. stomach, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, we're good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. I think they forgot she was stabbed in the stomach at the end because all they did was wrap up her arm and yeah. they were like, oh man, we completely forgot about the internal organ damage. Kind of right, yeah. And then also, uh, the Chad's sister gets fucking uh, slit on the arm and then gets stabbed too, you know, on the, on the train. And I'm not talking like a nice stab either. He's like fucking in there yeah, and just... Yeah. She comes back at the end running. Like she's fine. Like, yeah, hey guys, she's what's on up? Drugs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's she gonna say she was drugged. Are like... they gonna release her ass from the hospital? She, she. They said that she See, made her way out. Like she forced her. Way that out. was the thing. Is that in the last one, Jenna Ortega spent almost the entire movie in the hospital, right, mm-hmm. for getting recovering stabbed. from her attack at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and it's like in this one, we just completely forgot about recovery time. But at the same time, like we had this nice moment of Mindy saying that she doesn't want to get hurt again. Yeah. Like she's actually literally afraid of getting hurt after what's happened to her so far. But then the stakes of being hurt aren't... Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I got hurt again, but it's cool. I'm on drugs. I think that they realized last movie they went too far killing Dewey. And they're like, nah. <laughs> We're gonna we're, pull back this exactly. time. We we're, kill all the we're not. We're not gonna talk about how they did my man Dewey wrong there. I know. I'm okay. so happy that we got Dewey's theme in the movie. Yeah. That, yeah. So we're sitting there, and Gail has her moment talking about found family and all of that, and then Dewey's theme plays, and next to me, Travis just goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I miss him, man. Yeah. He's I'm, my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. I made a like a. Oh, that's his theme. Oh yeah, my boy, right there. But he's, he's dead. <laughs> Went out like a bitch. Whatever. It's funny too though, they showed like a drawing of him, you know, in that yeah. in the, the, the shrine whatever part. Mm, yeah. Whatever you'd call it. Like shrine, museum. Shrine. Kill box. Well, became one. Yeah. I you know, it was really weird to me watching the movie why that was there. Obviously it makes sense, but like I was like, so these two film guys somehow got all this stuff. And then made a secured place with a key card, which, by the way, I want my house to be a key card now. Just mm-hmm. swipe it to get in. I want that. But it just didn't make any sense to me. Obviously, I should have went, dude, it's not them. But I don't know. It just felt like super awkward and weird to me at that point. And then, obviously, once it's revealed, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Him and his dad yeah. did all this, and he was a cop. So him saying, you know, well, how could somebody get all this? Well, if you're a cop, you know, it'd be real easy. And I was like, mm. That's true, yeah. That's him. But still, the building part, like, what the fuck is that? In New York City, too? <laughs> you know how much money that oh would be God. in rent? Even yeah. though, like, it's broken and, you know, old and shitty? Like, nah, that's that's fucking, like, six grand a month right there. More than that, probably. You know, 15. I have a feeling they weren't paying rent for that place. Well, yeah, it was probably 
cop whatever and or it's just abandoned the and they were like we need somewhere to put all these fucking cloaks <laughs> and knives i guess you know what really bothered me about the whole mask thing I liked the concept of, okay, we're dropping the masks from each of the killers. Except they're only dropping one per pair. Which right. doesn't make any sense you're thinking of, like, a countdown moment. Mm, because yeah. they each had their own masks, and they've got the mannequins for each of the nine killers. That's true. But then they're like, oh, this mask has the DNA of both Charlie Walker and Jill Roberts. They had their own masks. Right, so yeah. what did they do? Drop Smash them, them together? and yeah. yeah. Make them kiss. Right. <laughs> also... What was the real goal of that when you think about it? Like, yeah, it's to get Sam to put on the mask at the end, but what? why does that, them leaving a mask there matter? You it know? doesn't, but, like, they were writing the movie, and they're like, you know, it'd be pretty cool. And, like, they don't have a reason why, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be cool. I, I wish they had, like, maybe that had been a premise of one of Richie's home films. Mm, that like a good. countdown type thing, so yeah. they're like, doing it they're not only avenging him but they're kind of like making a tribute movie for him ah that would have been awesome yeah see we've got like so many good ideas already on this one podcast we We could have improved yeah radio silence are you listening all the time but (laughs) hire us hollywood (laughs) we got we got some ideas you know we're we're kicking around some good stuff over here i think there was one episode where i wrote a movie yeah if you need any movie written (laughs) just go to steve he'll write it and fucking you did that on our show, you did that oh. with Tucker and Dell, yeah, and that yeah, yeah. sequel idea is one of the most amazing ideas for a sequel ever. I can I, I I tell my wife all the time when we're watching a movie together, I'll be like, "Hey, this is probably about to happen." Oh, look, it's happening. Yep, look at that. I should write this <laughs> and whatever. And she's like, "Huh? Oh, what? How? I'm like, J- context clues, bro. Like you're watching the movie and it's pointing all this to this thing to happen. Pay attention. All these red hats. Phone. Yeah, all these <laughs> hats that are red. Look at them." They're in the background. Not even red herrings anymore, just red hats. <laughs> well, that's what I'm calling it from now on. Man, that's a red hat. <laughs> oh, wait. Mm. Do we really want to talk about red hats? It's taking you guys way too long. I know. What's it? Trump. going back to Michael Keaton. Oh, oh God. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were okay, going to nah. like Paddington or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Paddington. Paddington. Look, okay, I will applaud I everybody for blue. not going there, though. That's right. that's so that's fine. Okay. That's okay. It could be red. It's good. Whatever. Scream oh, 6. I just, I'm not overly familiar with Paddington. <laughs> okay. Apparently, uh, Paddington 2 is like one of the greatest movies of all time, and we need to watch so it and, and cry together because it's Was that it good. Red? I think it's red. I don't know. It is red. Paddington has a red hat. Oh, I thought you were saying, I thought, it, I think it's rad. Oh. Like Paddington 2 is rad. It like, is. Well, I mean, the, it's rad as well. It's rad. Poster from Randy. It's rad. It's rad. <laughs> I like it. Scream 6, runtime, 123 minutes. I don't think this was too long or too short. I think it's right where it needs to be for this type of movie. Um, a lot of shit happens, but it, it does feel cohesive. Like, it doesn't feel like there's any wasted moment in this movie. It doesn't feel like something shouldn't be there. I will say. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm surprised at that two hours long. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I and, did not feel like yeah, it. No, we were talking about it on the way home last night. We were we loved it. Um absolutely loved it. But it and it was really one of those movies that it just feels like I didn't want it to end when it got to the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so okay. I'm surprised to hear it, especially because Travis was like, Yeah, kind of like with Terrifier 2. And I was like, No, I was ready for oh. that movie to end because yeah. it was about 20 minutes that too movie long. was actually well over two hours. Um, so hearing that this was 
two hours is shocking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest compliment you can give to any movie is, I wish it was longer. I wish we stayed here, you know what I mean? Um, I will definitely agree with you that Terrifier 2, Terrifier 2 was way too fucking long. Now, yeah. did I like it? I liked it, but I didn't okay. understand the 30-minute fucking I'm underwater, but now you're pulling me up, but then I'm fucking coming out of this pit, now I'm reborn, but I'm not reborn, now I'm in this weird fucking dream with all these people on shit, and they're blowing up, and all these people are... Bl what? It's <laughs> demon shit? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the guy is still... He's making good shit right now, but he's still pretty fresh director. He, yeah. he hard overcorrected for the lack of character development in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I heard that because he doesn't have an editor, he's doing it all. That yeah. he just oh, he does right. Nobody he wears every it. hat on set. Right, which he's is writer, director, editor, makeup artist. Like he does it all. Him. Yeah, I mean, props to him, but the, you need somebody beside you going, "Hey, guy, you don't need the thirty-minute weird-ass scene that only you understand." Yeah, cut it. <laughs> yeah. All right, budget time. What do we think it costs to make Scream 6? We're going to guess. We're going to go to Randy first, though. Don't look. I'm not looking. I've been trying to avoid your phone the entire time. Yeah, this is new for you because you can see. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck. Fuck. I, got, I, I strategically put my liquid death can in front of it so you can't eyeball it. No. Fuck, oh, you can see it. Shit. 75. 75. Damn. D five. Okay. What do you guys think? I am gonna guess more along the lines of fifteen million. That's a big, I'm gonna go right between the two of you and say about thirty-five. See now like thirty-five to forty. Even some of the more recent like Halloween movies, I think like they're only getting like what twenty million? You know, like these movies yeah. don't really demand a huge budget. Yeah, gotta, but like... also like the Halloween movies that was coming from Blumhouse and that's Even true. though that was like big budget, Blumhouse has really tight purse strings. So. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you said thirty. No, nah, you know what? I'm keeping it at fifteen. He's I keeping it. Myself. Actual retail budget, thirty-five million dollars. What up? I swear I didn't look it up. I'm just really good at this. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it, right? Like, it's not like there's so much going on or there's giant special effects or CG or like huge names. Yeah. I mean, obviously Courtney Cox is a little big, uh, Hayden Pintia coming back. Maybe it was like, give me a little, give me a little check. She's not really, I think that probably the one that demanded the most, like or had the most right to is probably Jenna Ortega. Uh, yeah, at this like, point, but you got to think in the first movie, she was probably not as, you know, big and maybe, you don't know. She could have signed a deal or something like that, and it's like, okay, That's well, true. you're going to be in this for how many movies? And, yeah. Yeah. Sign up for a I feel like she probably had, like, a contingent contract. They like, got her, like, right before she blew up, so yeah. they probably saved some money there. Yeah, and it's funny, like, I know she was on Saturday Night Live last night, but, like, nobody's really talking about her in this movie you know what i mean like they're not like oh man go see jenna ortega in the new scream it's like oh just go see new scream you know it's like she's not the yeah. main attraction i think she had yeah her. i'm kind of surprised i think she, she was definitely the main attraction in the last one not like name power but like she she stole the show yeah in part in five sense. yeah i agree what were you gonna say rainy i think she had her her like her time to shine when wednesday was on mm -hmm. people were all about it once it first came out but now it's just back to normal. So anything that she's in, it's not like, oh, I gotta go see Jenny Ortega. It's just, oh, 
I'm gonna go see this movie real quick. Oh look, Jen is in it. Horror, right. yeah. horror fans are probably gonna cling to her more. Than, yeah, like, I mean, she was audience. in uh, she was in X. She was in um, what the fuck's the movie I'm thinking about? Let's see what else. She's in X. She was uh, in U season two. Is she? Yeah, she was. She really wanted to come back for um, season four, but she was filming Wednesday at the t- same time um, they were filming mm-hmm. Babysitter two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what uh, I was thinking of. Babysitter two. Yep. And uh, yeah, obviously screaming Wednesday. So yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. All right, Rotten Tomatoes score time. We're gonna guess now again because this is fluid. It could change based off of you know this was March 11th when I wrote these down. So if you're listening to this in the future, <laughs> whoops. But oops. what do we think? The audience score and the critic score. Sorry, critics first, audience score second. What do we think that would be right now out of a hundred percent? Again, going to Randy 67, first. 67, 67 critics, 76 audience? Yep. Okay. Locked in. Uh, Locked I'm going to go um, critics giving it like a 87. Oh, all right. And uh, audience giving it like a uh, an 80. What score does it need to be certified fresh? I think it's 50 or 60. I don't know. No, I think it's That's in the so... 90s. Is it really? Yeah, I think it's got to be in the 90s to be certified fresh. Uh, you know what? Okay. I hope it's not certified fresh so they don't put that shit on the cover well, of the Blu-ray. No, so see, here's what I'm thinking. Because the last one was certified fresh, and I know that because you were incensed one of about... One my least favorite the... trends <laughs> yeah. here lately is they put that um, shit on DVD uh, covers. Yeah. And it drives me wild. And I think this one was way better than the last one. So I think this one is... If it's not certified fresh now, it's on track to become so. Okay. Um, so I think both scores are going to be... The audience score, I'm going to say 91 right okay. now. Critic score, maybe like 80 right now. Okay. But I think there's still room for growth with that. Yeah, again, it's a fluid thing. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. But as of March 11th, critic score, 76 Audience score, oh. 93. Fuck. Okay. So if, if it is in the 90s, it is certified fresh. Look it up, Randy. What, what has it got to be to be certified fresh? Oh. Yeah. We Our need to know these so things. Rotten Tomatoes. The critics are 70, you said? 76. 76. Yeah. A little, little higher than I thought it would be. I thought it maybe 69, nice, in like low 70s, but you know... A consistent tomatometer score of 75 or higher. Oh, okay. That's at least okay. five reviews from top critics. Ooh. Films and wide release must have minimum of 80 reviews. Okay. Films and limited re- uh, release need to have 40. Okay. So probably critic score needs to be over 75. Because mm-hmm. to me, that would a be higher to get to. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, it, yeah, certified fresh, it's 76. That's yeah. such a weird yeah. rating. <laughs> Fucking Rotten Tomatoes. How do they get away with anything? Because it could be the best movie you ever seen. Yeah, 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. What or who was your favorite character in this movie, Randall? Um, Ooh. Probably Sam Carpenter. Really? Yeah. Care she to... was, um, yep. I think, mainly at the end, of this, she went into it. Mm-hmm. She finally just said, fuck it. We're Put going. on the mask. Yep. I'm going to start stabbing bitches. We're going full skeet all rich here. Yeah. yeah. I like that she did that. And then and then Jenna comes in yeah, like, says something, and she's like, 
Oh, she just fucking gets it. Well, no, I liked it because she was just like, you know, I don't need to be my dad. I'm not going to, you yeah. know, I, I thought like, okay, he's going to let, she's going to let him live. And then Jenna's like, giving her the look of, yeah. oh my God. Are you going to fucking kill him? Well, no, like at first That's, you're like, yeah. oh, and then she's like, no, fuck this guy. And yeah. right in the goddamn eyeball. Yeah. Also, I do want to talk about how you can be stabbed in the mouth through like, I guess the back of your head and then just be fine. Yeah. Excuse me? So the, the the brother, the one of the three killers, when Jenna Ortega stabs him in the fucking mouth, oh yeah, and she's just like ah, yeah. whatever. That's a good yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, let's clip that. Let's do it. Right. And then <laughs> I don't know if she like pushed it through or whatever was going on there, uh, but then he gets back up and tries to run at them at the end. Oh yeah. Not to be morbid, but there have been stories online of people, you know. Putting a gun in their mouth and oh yeah, yeah surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. sure, but it is a movie too. Yeah. I mean, you need the 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 yeah. quick ah, scare fucking thing like they do in every movie. Mm-hmm. So I get it. It's fine. It's whatever. Who was uh, your favorite character, guys? Mm. You got one. I'm pretty sure I said Mindy last time, but I'm gonna Mindy. stick with her this time. Yeah. I like. I feel like she's got a lot going on she gets the fun screen moments um her wardrobe i find really interesting as well i also i really wanted more quinn on screen because i like the moments we got with her and i hate that we had like her at the beginning and then her at the end but almost none of her in the middle yeah there's like really no build up for her to be one of the killers there She's just like, oh yeah, and, and he's my brother. Oh, like, cool. Okay. <laughs> there, the, the the only part that like weirded me out when they were talking about how she died, right, is thinking of how do they set that up. If, okay, the dad is a cop, so he can get a fucking dead body or something, right? But how does he get it in the room? Like, so you're how seeing does he sneak it in there, right? Like, is he just walking up the stairs with a fucking body in a body bag or something, or like folded up in a suitcase or something? Mm-hmm. And do also, they, like, just. Sorry, did they just like take his word for it too? Did they not do any additional testing and be like, "Yep, this is actually um that girl," but instead, you know, like they, like I just figured like they would know at a certain point, like they yeah. would be able to identify yeah, her. That's the only like, well, not the only omission of like eh, this is kind of yeah, it's fine, it's a movie, just go over it, you know what I mean? But you would think like, okay, if he is the cop, he even says in the early part of the movie, like, oh, this could be, you know, a conflict of interest. I, I don't need the case. I'll, I'll give it to somebody else. And I should have went, that's the fucking guy mm-hmm. who, who, I'm not lying. Trust me. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, beyond that though, I, there's not a lot that points to her being involved though, right? No. Now you could go with the trope of, did we see her die on screen? No, right? So that's the whole scream thing, is if you don't see somebody actually die, they're not dead. Okay, but let's go back to the 1996 original. We saw Billy Loomis die on screen, and then he comes back at the end. Yeah. Well, did we see him die? <laughs> I didn't see yeah. a flat line in like... No, I'm joking. <laughs> No, uh, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, I mean, it is a weird trope of movies, but especially the Scream movies, I would say after the first one, then, is when they really show that or they get into that, like, oh, the person's not dead, so they could be back. Oh, oh, there they are. Yep, not dead. 
Um, if I had to pick a favorite character, I think I'm actually just going to go with like the ghost face in this one because I feel like this is probably one of my favorite ghost face. That moment of them simultaneously. Dude, I fucking oh, yeah, that, had oh, yeah, the yeah. biggest smile. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. That was. And cool. I thought we were talking about it. We thought that there was going to be like three or four because you know you got the. I have dude. been wanting three ghost face for so long, mm-hmm. and we almost got there. See, I almost. I thought that we could maybe have four because whenever she was doing the rules, she was saying it's a sequel. Everything's doubled body count. Oh, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that does that mean we get like double ghost face? But you know, like, nope, it's still just two. But I think I feel like this is probably the most aggressive we've ever seen one be before. Like, oh, yeah. just like straight up going into a fucking store like this right here and then that. just killing everybody in the store. <laughs> I mean, that's Jack Champion for you. Yeah, yeah Jack Champion right there. Fucking just is that Jack Champion? Champion? I that's think Jack that would have been the cop. Honestly, with the way he's going in and knowing what to do and holding the gun and everything like we talked about. Now, he, obviously, yeah. his dad could have, if that was Jack Champion, dude, his dad could have showed him. Right-handed right. shotgun. Dude, Jack Champion, I guess, could do that. He but, could. like, if you look at him, that's not Jack Champion. Yeah. So the the scene where they, you know, do the double knife clean, which I was like, that's fucking tight. I didn't think it was going to be the kids that, like, revealed themselves. I thought he was like, hey, I'm the bad guy, and these are, like, some other cop buddies that are just helping me out. Like, cause the way they look, they look like they were built. So then when it's revealed that, Oh, it's the, the sister. I was like, she's like fucking <laughs> four foot tall, but she's yeah. the same height when she's in ghost face. Like, mm-hmm. come on. That's what I was thinking about Hayden Panettiere. Like, uh, cause like she's well under five Teeny, feet tiny. tall. Yeah. And like, if they're saying, Oh, he's been ghost face this entire time. Like no fucking way. She's not standing eye to eye with any of those people no as soon as he said that i was just like what's her fucking motive then there's no motive there you know what i mean like why would she care about sam like she doesn't so i was like well that just made me go that's the fucking murderer right there and i was right (laughs) not like it matters anyways my favorite character in this movie is the sexy neighbor only because he is just there being a good dude man (laughs) Excuse me, his name sexy. is Cute Boy, cute. not Sexy Neighbor. Yeah. Okay, cute whatever. Boy. Uh, I was wondering, is he credited as Cute Boy? <laughs> no, it's he's sexy as neighbor. Danny Brackett. As what? Danny Brackett. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. See, no, I thought for sure that he would just be Cute Boy, because I, I didn't ever actually get his yes. name. We did? No, I don't pay attention. Can I just... Okay, I was going to say, we saw it when she gets a phone call from him. I was super annoyed by her phone every single time she got a call it because the decline button is on the left and the answer button is on the right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's common for anybody else, but mine is the opposite. I wonder if it's a copyright or not copyright, but like a weird thing that you have to do if you're not paying a cell phone company to have your phone in the movie. So you what can't kind of like it? show it wasn't, they didn't show anything. So <laughs> if you've ever watched an Apple, you know, uh, TV show, they have all Apple stuff, and they prominently show that they're using Apple stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, Sony films. Like, any uh, Spider-Man film, they'll have Sony phones and stuff, right? And you can see that it's the UI and everything that it is. I think a movie like this, where you don't have licensing to do that, you have to show a fake whatever. And because of that, they might have to show it differently. We swap it. Right. So I've uh, I've actually read that Apple doesn't allow if you're a bad people in movie if... Um, like you can't have a villain use an Apple product. So if like somebody's being kind of shady and they're 
phone is very much noticeably not an Apple phone, you can kind of be like, eh, they might be the bad guy. That's weird because mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, every day of his life, dressed like a movie villain. Yeah, he's kind of a psycho. Dressed like, you mean he was well, a fucking villain. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, you know, I, I was going to steer away from all of that. Oh, yeah, we're not going to. Yeah, no, no, that could be a whole another podcast. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Any uh, favorite part or scene in this movie, Randall? Uh, I mean, if I had to pick it, probably that scene that you guys were just talking about, the whole knife. But at the same time, okay, that was yeah. pretty legit. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. What do you guys got? Um, so one of the things that I really loved about the move from Woodsboro to New York is that it's so crowded there, but it doesn't make any difference. Like yeah. being around people is not protecting them at all. And I think that's really well exemplified in the bodega scene where they go in there and you're like, okay, cool. They're going to get help. And this is just going to be like a scare tactic of the ghost face. But no, the ghost face would have actually killed them if, um, you know, they hadn't managed to trick them with the can throwing and all of that. Yeah. Cause he had the Billy Loomis mask on him. Mm-hmm. He could have just put it on her and yeah. boom. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were fully ready to just like, do whatever destruction they needed to do in public and i think that that scene really was like a okay we're gonna we're gonna go there with it i'm i'm happy that it started with that one because that's like a really cool scene to set the tone for what type well, of villain it is i mean this time. even the phone call with samara weaving at the beginning and it's not like we've never had the opening scene take place in public because we've got scream 2 mm-hmm. which they're kind of mirroring this because this is a sequel to the requel oh yeah um but something about being in a crowded restaurant you just feel like you're gonna be safe and even stepping outside not that far from the front of the restaurant you feel like you're gonna be safe and then she's just like <laughs> and then she's like oh you mean this dark alley yeah okay cool yeah credit to her too i thought she killed the fucking two minutes she was in this movie like i was albeit she has a soft spot in in my heart i like her as an actress and uh because again she's been in like so many movies that a lot of people would be like no i'm not gonna do that like there's a movie called mayhem that came out with uh the guy from walking dead that movie's fucking awesome but she didn't need to be she didn't need to be in that movie you know what i mean so people who take roles like that i'm just Jack championing them. Championing them? <laughs> championing yeah. them? Thank you. I was just so happy for her that she got to be Australian. Touche. Yep. <laughs> she just showed just up. For just for once, she got to be Australian. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, for me, favorite part of scene, um, I kind of touched on it earlier about them, like, almost going with them, showing the, the, the killer right off the bat. I thought that would have been such a fresh take and, and a cool twist of, like, the regular formula that they go with. Um I like that it, after watching the whole movie, I like that it did that and didn't actually go with it. But I still want to see them try a movie and step out of their comfort zone and change the formula a little bit. So it got me a little, like, excited. Um, I'm not let down that how it turned out, but I still wanted to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If I were to pick a favorite moment, I think I'd do the subway scene. Mm. Because I think it's cool that you have... Not only like this, uh, it's kind of like the same thing you were talking about, like a very crowded mm-hmm. environment. And uh, you also have all these people just dressed in all these Halloween costumes. So you get to like look at that and that's fun to. Um, God, this movie is it, full of all kinds of horror Easter eggs. Yeah. Like the two uh, Argento stands at the beginning of yeah. the movie, like 
we were joking about it last night, but it's that it's that meme of I'm in this picture and I don't like it yeah. uh, <laughs> because yeah. it's just like all of the shit they had around their house. And I was like, oh, this looks a lot like, you know, our home decor. And I I just kind of like that having all of those different ghost face that you're kind of being suspicious of. And then whenever you have that one finally set uh, their sight on Mindy and like it even does the thing like where the lights go dark because they're in the tunnel but like instead of just having the ghost face cut away you can actually like see the silhouette just kind of move around and kind of do that thing where they reappear and i like that they tricked us with it with mm-hmm. the different i like that they established the different masks because yeah the whole time this ghost face is looking at her i'm like well obviously it's not the killer because it's a newer mask That's what I was and then it was too. like oh surprise it is just looking mm-hmm. for that like that wrinkled one yeah um, yeah, yeah, it was good. And I do like that Jack Champion is in there, and you're suspecting him through the whole thing, but at that point, you're like, oh, I guess it's not him, because yeah. no, he was there trying to help and whatever, but in they, reality, uh, he's making that scene you know, even better, because he is one of the killers. So mm-hmm. would that have been his dad, or would that have been the sister? That's I the think sister. it was the sister. Yeah. yeah. I think so, too. They, um, yeah, because she doesn't see, do never... anything physical there, right? Yeah, so I, I'm a, yeah. I'm she okay just with covers that. Mindy's mouth and mm-hmm. yeah. gives the knife in. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I never suspected him as the killer though, because I felt like they were too on the nose about him being the killer. Like they kept beating that too many times. So I was like, this guy's obviously going to be innocent, but then when he's actually the killer, it's like, okay, you, you fucking got me that time. They they boomed me. No, and I thought that same thing because in the last movie they do that with with. Um, what the fuck's his name? Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, yeah. yeah. Not it's not Jack Quaid. Champion, Jack Quaid. What, what yeah, the fuck's his name in it? <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember. What, anyways, uh, Richie. Richie, that's Richie, it. Yeah. They do that same thing with him, right? Where they're like, when he's on the, you know, the it's probably, you know, the love interest or whatever, this guy, and it ends up being him. And they did the same thing here. I'm like, really? They're going to do that and then continue it and shove it in our face? It's probably well, not going to be the, him. First, the original Scream, too, though. Like, yeah, and I get it. It's probably yeah. Billy. Right. And are, then it was right. Are they are they having to hit the same story beats maybe, and that's why they're doing all this, but trying to do it in a fresh way, possibly. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I, my biggest thing that I saw online was somebody suggested Dermot Moroni be replaced with Dennis Quaid. Love it. That would have been mm-hmm. notes. <laughs> but then he, it would have been too. <laughs> you would have known if you saw Dennis Quaid there. It's like, yeah, I'm here. Um, I have no relation to this. Dead son, but it's definitely not yeah. the dead kid from the last movie. Well, it can't yeah. be. I'm I'm an actor, right? So I'm paid to be here. It we're, no yeah. relation, but in reality, <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> All right, any what the fuck moments for you guys from this movie? So like anything that was like uh, made you go what the fuck? Um, I will say the opening was kind of like a what the fuck thing whenever they did take the mask off, and then you know, I mean, I'm used to the openings kind of toying with your expectations or like what all is really happening um so like whenever they that guy took his mask off right away and then it keeps going to him like going home you know i don't know i i kind of like that but at the same time i was a little bit worried that they were gonna have them revealed um because i'm not really for that but um you know 
I don't know. I would have been along with the ride. Like I, I, I saw a lot of speculation that they were going to do like a cult of Ghostface type thing, oh. which I thought was maybe going to be kind of done whenever you saw the um, the shrine and like seven or six different Ghostface. I was like, okay, then they're going to have all of these people mm-hmm. actually like take one of those cloaks and go with it. But no. I to to me a couple of what the fuck moments or I guess all of them was how many times people got stabbed in this fucking movie. I know we talked about it. I know it's about being stabbed, but my god, did people get fucking stabbed in this movie? It's not the amount of people that got stabbed. It's the amount of stabbing that happened. Exactly. With the people. Oh my god. Like at the end when the dad's getting stabbed. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, his arms are just like ground beef by the end. Mm-hmm. She just kept stabbing his arms. I think it's kind of fitting since the knockoff movies are stab. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. what I was thinking too, right? So it's like, what the fuck? Like, okay, I get it. They're they're playing, and they're in a a shrine of stab, right? If you look around, like it's all movie memorabilia from them or real life stuff, and it's you're kind of just like, all right. Also, the dude dying from getting the TV on him. Well, yes, he had a <laughs> knife shoved in his mouth. That was the the killing blow, but kind of kind of weak. I wish it was like smashed on his head instead of him like tripping almost and it landing on him. Kind of. It looked like, like it was really light. Like right. it kind of looked like it was made of foam. Well, I mean, all the stuff had been you know knocked out of it the first yeah. time it fell on somebody's head and killed him. Yeah, it was. He did not need a lot to be like finished off there. Like, yeah, his HP bar was like at one, <laughs> like just the tiniest well, little nudge. But I, I do know young people don't realize that you. Know, those fucking TVs were heavy, heavy as fuck. But they yeah, weren't they that were. heavy. They're, they especially, ain't smashing your head open. not with everything that's already out of it. I think, they, I think Stu Mockers would have been, because he was, like, from a rich house. That was a large screen, and so it had, like, you know, proportionally was going to be a lot heavier. True. Back in the yeah. 90s, a 32-inch TV was large. Yeah. <laughs> that thing cost $3,000. Like, fuck. Crazy shit. All right. It's time for something. You're not going to hear it, but we're going to play it. We're going to try to play it. The fun facts of the fucking week. <laughs> Anyways, there's times for my, my fun facts of the week. I don't have a lot. I got one big one, though, here to I start. I'm going to try not to stumble paragraph. through it. Shut up. Nev Campbell stated on June 6, 2022, that she would not be reprising her role as Sidney Prescott after starring in the five previous entries due to a salary dispute with Paramount. Campbell's statement read, As a woman, I have to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to screen. If I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. It has been a very difficult decision to move on. To all my Scream fans, I love you. You've always been so incredibly supportive to me forever grateful to you and to what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. After Campbell announced that she wouldn't be reprising her role as Sydney, her former Scream co-star Matthew Lillard offered his support for her decision. Did Tom Cruise take less money from Maverick? He's asking, insisting that a woman should not be expected to take a smaller paycheck. He noted that Scream 5 was a smash hit and that Campbell should be paid accordingly. Okay. I got through that. Okay. It was a very scripted um, thing that she had said. Oh, for sure. Like, ew. For sure. Here's here's the next one that 
counteracts that one. Courtney Cox was the first cast member to sign up to return as Gail Weathers. She states that she did not hesitate to return because she pl- loves playing Gail and jokingly said that she'd even play it for free. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's kind of set for life. She's uh, yeah, she's got that. Friends, you know what I mean? She gets millions a year for friends. Oh, yeah. She, she's just like, hey, what, I'll, I'll, whatever you want, I'm here. I get, oh, I get that friend's she... check monthly. She also kind of fought for that role initially because they didn't True. think that she was right for the role of Gail Weathers. And, you know, she fought to be in there, whereas Nev Campbell kind of. She was a backup. She, yeah, she was the initial choice for Sydney Prescott and it worked out and she's loved it. But I definitely I see both sides of that. You know, Courtney Cox, she just she wants to she wants to enjoy this role while she can. Whereas Nev Campbell is like, well, while I enjoy the role i also want to really stick to set a good precedent yeah like i i know my worth and i'm not gonna take any less for it yeah and i respect that decision but at the same time it does suck having one without her yeah but also at the other same time i think it's okay to move on without her because i don't feel like she really needs to be involved like at this point of the story. I will say, I've said it before, and I will say it again, I would have been completely content if her appearance in part five had ended with her on the phone telling Dewey, no offense, but I have no intention of ever returning to Woodsboro. 100%. If that had been her entire appearance in the movie, I would have been satisfied. I think that would have been a better kind of situation, too, because, like, you're literally showing her, like, what the fuck? I don't care about you. Who are you? You know what I mean? Like... Why do I care to help you? I'm good. I got kids. I got a husband. I'm staying the fuck away. Now, wasn't yeah. she in New York, though? I don't know. Was she? No, they just had, like, a throwaway line of Gail saying, you know, Sydney and Mark and the kids are going somewhere safe. Well, no, I meant in Scream 5, I, I, I swear to God, she was in New York. Like, that's where they called her from. So. I don't remember. Well, if they said so... in this movie that they're going somewhere safe, then maybe they are fleeing New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. I do like, I mean, a lot of people were, you know, mad that, oh, she just gets this throwaway, throwaway line. But, like, I, I, I was like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, she doesn't want to be around. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm out. I've done with this how many times? Fuck five movies? Peace. Yeah. And they're not even, like, concerned with her anymore. Like, right. they're just on to, like, a new batch of people. Exactly. Like, why, why does, nobody cares about her. Like, apparently not. <laughs> So, all right, final decision time out of 10. We're going to give your, your score out of 10, what you would give this, why you would give it that score, and uh, anything else you want to say. So I'm going to go, we're going Randy first. I, I always okay. like to hear what Randy does for the baseline. Because it's short and sweet. It may be. Most of the time. Sure. I'm going to give it a solid seven. Yep. I was expecting this movie to yep. be fucking garbage. I don't know why, but it's on number six. Like, it can't be that good. But watching the movie is actually it's pretty solid. And it followed up. Scream Five pretty well too, okay. So I enjoyed what they did with okay. everything. All right, fair. What do you got, guys? Um, this one, I was telling Jesse right now or last night that it might be recency bias, but this is probably going to be one of my favorites in the entire series. Oh, wow, it's way way better than Scream Five. Uh, really, like the only thing that holds it back for me is the ending and the killers reveal because like i still like i mean like i said before i still think that they're struggling to figure that out but i feel like they got everything else so right with this it was so fun like 
didn't even realize it was two hours. So I think I'm probably going to land on like, I'm going to give it like a 9.5 right now. Oh, wow. Good for you. I'm very, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's very high. I'm very liberal with my high ratings. <laughs> I throw them I, out. I also, like, this is one of those. So with Scream 5, literally every time we've watched it, I've gone back and forth between if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, not, like, necessarily heavily dislike, but where I would place it amongst the other entries in the franchise. With this one, I don't see it oscillating as much, although it's hard to say because we saw it all of 14 hours ago. Right. So um, I'm still riding the high of how we felt leaving the theater, and I loved it. So I would say easily like a 9 to 9.25 for me right now. It's a different feeling than the Scream 5 coming from the theater because that one I was like, yeah, that was good. I don't know where I'd put it, but like, after watching that one and driving home, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that's like yeah. one of the better ones. So. Yeah, it was, it was real good. Hell yeah. I, I had a, I had a real fun time with it. Yeah. I did too. I uh, This movie's definitely way better than the last movie. Uh, if you remember our conversation about that, uh, we kind of picked that guy apart and I could not stand the last movie. I haven't want, wanted to watch it again. I kind of want to watch it again but i don't want to watch it again if that makes sense this one um, no the the last scream scream five okay. just because it it left such a bad taste in my mouth and i didn't like any of what it kind of did this movie definitely uh is a huge leap up from that uh Smashing. i even think yeah i even think uh sam her acting in this was way better she like i feel like after that, the first movie came out and people were kind of, you know, nitpicking her acting. It was kind of like, well, shit, I need to get my, you know, my stuff together. And she did. She did a great, great job. Um, there are still some issues, you know, for me in this movie. Uh, the biggest being no one fucking dies except for people who just get introduced in this movie. Like we didn't yeah. even talk about the uh, the one Mindy's, I guess, girlfriend who, you know, falls off that ladder and fucking smushes <laughs> that face. Um you Which know. that was a tense fucking scene. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Oh, I was squirming in my seat. I liked it because it was it was fresh. It was new. It was something different that we haven't seen uh, kill wise in one of these movies. But beyond that, I mean, what's the other kill in it? Because that person isn't actually dead. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. There's no there's no stakes because spoilers. Gale doesn't die. Fucking Chad who gets stabbed. 70,000 times doesn't die. We were thinking he's going to be the next Dewey because he gets stabbed so many times. I'm fine. It's cool. Uh, Mindy gets stabbed and then like fucking whatever. She doesn't die. She's fine. Fucking Jenna Ortega gets stabbed in the stomach and goes, whatever. Cool. Yeah, we just completely forget about her tummy stab. That's what I'm saying. And even at the end, I mean, Sam gets stabbed a little bit or, you know, she gets beat up. She falls off a fucking balcony. Okay, movie logic. She's fine, whatever. I, I, here's the thing. I have a problem with the way the movies treat Sam. Um, I, I feel like they're forcing something with her. I don't necessarily know if it was her acting in the first one. Because um, people have said that she's been in other things and she was great. Yeah. Um, my problem, like, both of them, at the end of the movies, she looks so fucking beautiful but with just like a little bit of blood on her face (laughs) like and i noticed it this time especially like next to jenna who's just got blood splatter all over her yeah and then 
Sam's got like a little bit of blood here, a little bit of blood here. And then she's got like this nice, soft, dewy glow. Mm -hmm. Like she looks gorgeous. And I'm like, I feel like that's probably not real. Yeah. No. Well, she was in the the the, the post murder haze of being glowed up and nice, I guess, because she full, <laughs> she came into the character finally, and that's what I wanted mm -hmm. to say is they gave me what I wanted in the last movie. I wanted maybe her to be like she was the killer the whole time, and she was just like psychotic about it and not remembering it because she's having all these you know uh, talks with her fucking dad, you know, who isn't there. And again, they go into this in this movie, and she finally like becomes that character, albeit. Yeah, she's not the killer, but she's fucking killing motherfuckers. Do you, do you think that they're building towards that? They have to be, right? I mean, they yeah, I, she puts the mask down at the end of the movie, but that's not... You can see she was, like, kind of fighting with it. Right? She, like, they, almost embraced it. If they it. do it, I do not want it to be, like, her, like, a big twist at the end. Like, oh, it was actually Sam the whole time, and yeah. she doesn't remember it. I'm no, so no. fucking over it. I want I'm her to so fully commit, and how about this? Movie, movie time idea make her into somewhat of a vigilante right that's going and mm -hmm. killing all these people that are trying to either idolize uh you know the ghost face killer or try to uh how would i say reenact certain things and she's like hunting them down and just fucking slicing them up that's kind of like what, what she... we got in the intro here right because like uh that guy is like yeah i actually just protected you i killed two people who were plotting to kill you as ghost face right so boom there it but is. The whole time she's wearing Ghostface mask. Right. Yeah. She's killing yeah, the people yeah, is, as yeah. Ghostface like who are trying to be Ghostface. Dude, I'm telling you, that would be what's yep. up. Because she could be like, I am the original bloodline. Fuck you. Fuck you trying mm -hmm. to do it. I'm going to do it. But I'm killing you, just not anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, here, this is what we do at the Decision Reel. We make better movies. Yeah. Radio <laughs> Silence, call us. Hey man, they've already uh, greenlit the seventh one. So. Yeah. <laughs> what did I, yeah, what did I say, Randy? We're sitting there and the credits were rolling. I was like, hey, there's an after credit scene. He's like, I'm not staying for this because they're not making another not, movie. And I was like, yes, they are. For that either. <laughs> it was hilarious. Did you guys that stay? That after credit yeah, scene was did. so yeah. worth it. Yeah, it was. Not every movie needs an after credit scene. Blank. That's exactly done. what she said. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. It was amazing. I like it. Good. All right. We're uh, wrapping up here. I want to thank you guys for coming on again. It's always a pleasure to have you guys uh, on so the show. Uh, if you can, just give us where we can what find you, where we can movie. listen to you, and uh, what, what you're about. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie? You can find us. Well, first, we have a website. It's What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie.com. Uh, but we're also on all the other podcasting stuff, too. Um, we actually just started covering the Scream franchise ourselves because we kind of like go a franchise at a time. So nice. once yeah. a month, we talk about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually going to have you on the show. Um, later this month. Yeah, later this Scream month. Two. Yeah. Hell We're going to yeah. talk about Scream 2, the other sequel. I'm so, about uh, Yeah. Um, looking forward to it. But yeah, thanks for having us on here because it's always a fun time yeah. talking to you guys. Always a great time. We appreciate yeah, yeah. you coming on here. Um, again, you can find them at their website and all their socials. You can find us, though, Randy, where? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at The Decision Reel, or you can go to our website, www.thedecisionreel.com, where you can find all our episodes and more merch. Yeah, you can buy some t-shirts. Like, like we got leggings. We got hats. We got wow. fucking everything. We got glasses. We got mugs. We got Hello. stickers. Whatever you want. There's people telling us that we're stupid Do back here. Mind? It's fine. Yeah, we're trying to do a show here. God damn it. Also, with uh, the code REAL10, you can get 10% off all your merch needs. 
Yeah. But with that, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for coming on again, and uh, have a good one. Mm-hmm.